what needs to be done on a recurring basis to make sure your business is healthy and running smoothly? You know, like what needs to happen to make sure the bills get paid? Like, do you have to mail out a rent check? That's something I do for our office every month. That's written down in Asana on a calendar with a reminder. Those types of operational processes are going to help things continue when someone is standing in your place when they have no idea what's going on. (laughs) It's so crucial to prepare for when you do have a team, if that's something you want to do from the beginning. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. You're listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast And today we have a solo episode. (laughs) I am talking about something that has been on my mind since my crazy health journey this year. You have heard about that a couple times. I won't go into details about that, but it's just taken up this like big chunk of my life and changed my life in so many ways that these things just keep coming up. It's something that I have found is really important that a lot of us solo business owners or like small business owners who are doing things by ourselves aren't really aware of. But with a little bit of preparation and a little bit of planning and setting things in place, we can be really secure in our business. And now I feel like this has been very vague, which I didn't intend to be. But today we're talking about like things to set up in your business and possibly your team to set up success for you while you're away. So if you had an an emergency hospitalization, like I did, or maybe you want to take a freaking vacation and not check email, wouldn't that be amazing? You can do some of these things to be really prepared for how things will run in your absence. And it just makes things a lot easier. Let's jump right in. So if you haven't listened to the podcast or followed me on social media or email, in January, I had surgery complications and I ended up in the hospital with a really bad infection and had emergency surgery um, to repair my small intestines. And I was hospitalized for 10 days. And then I spent 10 days at home on bed rest. And it was really scary you know, for my health issues, but also because I am the main bread winner in my family and I couldn't work, you know, like I was in a hospital. (laughs) There's not a lot you can do from a hospital. Like I was mostly asleep for several days for about the first six days I was sleeping because I was on so much, so many drugs and healing and it's, I went through a lot. So it was really scary, but What I'm most grateful for is that I had set up some things in my business to be prepared for when these things happen. Like, not that I ever thought it would happen, but with the help of my team and my support network, and because of all the systems and processes I had in place in my business, things were able to carry on more or less. So I would say my client projects, they had to pause. Like, there was no way around that. But 
My assistant, Catherine, helped my support clients, the ones that, you know, like have a monthly retainer and anyone that had things that were kind of urgent, she helped with. And my best friend, office mate, the person that is like my right hand, you guys have heard me talk about her before, Shayna from Dawn and Delight Creative. She took care of reaching out to all my customers and or clients and letting them know what happened. She was able to like send emails to my team, like my podcast team, and they took care of managing the podcast all on their own without my input and playing rerun episodes since I couldn't record anything new. It was really, really great. And that's why I'm so grateful for all the time I spent setting up this type of like support and these processes and systems because they really helped pull their weight for me this year. It also showed me where I could make some improvements and, you know, streamline things better. I think this will be a great episode. Today, we're going to talk about like how to set your business and team up for success in your absence so that this could be whether you have an emergency or you want to take time off. So it doesn't have to be in a case of emergency. What's important to remember is that no matter what, no matter how small or large your business is, it is so important to have several things in place to streamline your processes and to make sure your operations are stable and that you have built a support network. Especially if you have a team, that was another thing I was really worried about that my husband took care of. He personally reached out to Shana and was like, please do whatever you can to make sure Aaron's team was paid because it was right at the beginning of the month. So I know invoices came in. She was able to take care of all that for me. And so it was very important. So not only is this wise and like so important for your business, but if you don't do this, your business could fall apart if something were to happen, which we absolutely don't want. Okay, so let's take a look at some of these things that you need to have in place that are gonna really help you. Number one, and I've already said this like four times, is systems and processes for anything and everything that you do. So no matter what you or your team members do in business and for your business, you need to have systems in place. And the thing is, you probably do have systems or at least a process. They're just not written down because you don't want to be recreating the wheel every time you start a project or every time, you know, a new client or a new custom project comes in or you have to plan your marketing or your content. You need to have all of this written down. So you're able to repeat it so that you're, you know, it's going to make you faster in general, and it's going to make it so people can follow along in your absence. So number one would be, the most obvious would be creating protocols for everything from creating your products, if it's handmade, to packaging your products, shipping them out, fulfilling orders, any customer service situations, you should be creating how you handle those. You also want to include how you do things internally, like when do you need to order materials and take care of internal shipments. If you offer custom work, you need to have those processes written down, like what happens when a new customer comes in for custom work? What do you do with that? There's a lot. There's a lot of steps you're doing just making, packaging, shipping, and fulfilling your orders that you don't even realize you're doing. So you need to go through and write all of those down. The next one on the list is going to be your marketing workflows. How do you plan and deliver your marketing materials? How are you putting out content? What types of content are you putting out? Are you, you know, do you post on Instagram? Is it just newsletters? What are you doing and how could that continue? Because if your marketing stays, you know, consistent, 
if you were out for some reason, you can still be making sales while you're unavailable. You want to have all of those systems in place. You also want to include how you measure your marketing efforts. How do you tell if things are working? That's going to be really important to keep track of too. So you can tell like, is it working? You know, what went well while I was out? So important. I will tell you that marketing is something that did not happen while I was out. Not at all. Newsletters didn't go out. I wasn't posting on Instagram. You know, no marketing happened. And you know, I would say that I saw the effects of that because my leads were very low in February and March. And so I definitely saw the effects of taking that whole month off and not having any marketing going out. The next thing on your list is team communication and processes. So if you have a team, everyone needs to know how to communicate with each other. I was fortunate that Shayna was able to jump into my Slack channel to get a hold of Catherine and she's my main team member. And then she emailed everyone else through my email system. You definitely want to have some kind of plan listed out. I also have an Asana contact information for every one of my team members, including contractors I use. Like, how do I usually get a hold of them? What's their website? What do they do? I have all that listed out in Asana so that I can find it easily for my own purposes. But if someone had to come in and, like, you know, needed to get a hold of my developer, they could find his information and know how I how I communicate with him without even me telling them. You can have a list of like, when do you have weekly meetings? Do you have Voxer check-ins? Do you use Slack or is it all through email? You know, just having a this written out is going to be really helpful for anyone coming into your business to try to help. Operational procedures. What needs to be done on a recurring basis to make sure your business is healthy and running smoothly? You know, like what needs to happen to make sure the bills get paid. Like, do you have to mail out a rent check? That's something I do for our office every month. That's written down in Asana on a calendar with a reminder. Those types of operational processes are going to help things continue when someone is standing in your place when they have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Any leadership processes. So if you do have a team, you need to be putting leadership processes in place. Like how often do you check in with your team members? How often are you having meetings? How often do you have face-to-face meetings? Do you just talk over Slack? If you don't have a team, you can be preparing for this now. It's so crucial to prepare for when you do have a team, if that's something you want to do from the beginning. One of my favorite resources for like growing and building your leadership skills is the Joy to Lead Academy and podcast for my friend Kaylin Thompson. She is fantastic. She's taught me so much about leadership and She honestly, she's the one that is, you know, telling me I need to have these processes in place in the first place. If I didn't have her input and like have been working with her for the last two, almost two and a half years, I would not, this wouldn't even be on my radar. And to be honest, this is something I can do completely better. But, you know, you can also have like a list of books you have on your leadership reading list, uh, classes and masterminds you're participating in, and things that need, to continue to ensure your growth as a leader. And you know, someone coming into your business might not continue those, but they can still show up for you and, you know, step into that leadership role. If you need a great resource to help you map out your systems and processes, check out the book Traction by Gino Wickman. We can have a link to that in the show notes. We definitely have it in the blog post that accompanies this episode, but that is a great book for kind of seeing 
what's possible, what you even need. Because I know for me, I don't even realize all the things I actually do in a day to keep this business running. This is actually like a really great aha moment I had a few days after I was home from the hospital and able to have some autonomy again. I was driving down to the office or driving home one or the other. And I just realized all the things that go into keeping this business alive and like how much I actually do on a day-to-day basis. And it was mind blowing. It was fascinating. And if you think about it, big corporations have individuals to do these things that we do all of without even really thinking about it. Big corporations have one person whose job it is to manage the marketing, one person whose job it is to manage the leadership team, one person whose job it is to fulfill orders, and one person whose job it is to ship orders. Like, We are wearing a lot of hats. And so just creating these systems and processes that we've already do, we just haven't written out, is going to be really important. And that brings me to the next point on my list, which is standard operating procedures. So it is one thing to have your processes and systems in place, like You already have systems and processes, whether you have them written down or not. You do. You have ways that you fulfill them. So you want to write them down. But it's one thing to have them like listed out in Asana or ClickUp or Trello, but it's entire another thing to have them in a detailed master document, which you absolutely need. Like Asana can crash, things can get deleted, things can get added, things can get convoluted or lost. You really need to make sure you have a document, like a Google Doc or a Word Doc, whatever you use, where all your systems and processes are documented. And it doesn't have to be fancy or extensive, just bullet points will work. But this makes it easier to share with your support network or for an OBM to view an audit at a higher level and for you and your team to make updates as your business grows. So Having those systems and processes in a project management tool where you can go through and use them on a day-to-day basis, but also having a standard operating procedure document. Funny story that I just thought of a couple years ago, my husband was talking about SOPs and I had no idea what that meant, (laughs) but I didn't tell him because I didn't want to look dumb, of course. SOPs are just basically, it's a list of things that you do written down in a standard document that's like the official thing. So definitely want to get something like that in place. And then the next thing you need are emergency processes. So you need an emergency task list in place. Like what would need to happen if you were suddenly out of commission for a week or a month? You need to take a day and visualize a test run of what that day would look like. Go through what needs to happen immediately, you know, a few days after, the next day, one week, one month, you know, give yourself different time sections. Who needs to take action and what information do they need to know? What logins do they need? Who will they need to get in touch with? Who do they need to email? Who do they need to talk to? And then you want to brief the people, like tell the people who are doing this that they are in charge of it so that you can put this process in as soon as they know about it. So you can put this in your SOPs, right? This is what I did, okay? So when I was in the hospital, no one knew because I had been in the emergency room. Like It's not like you call people and say, hey, I'm in the emergency room and I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. It's not usually how it works. But I had woken up the next day and I'm like, 
I'm not going to be able to work. I need someone to take care of things. I used Voxer to voice message Shayna and I said, I'm in the hospital. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have access to anything. Can you take care of things for me? And what I was able to do is I was able to give her access to my last pass account. And LastPass, if you haven't heard of it, is an email keeper. It's secure so that you, you know, you use like two-factor authentication to to log in and it saves all of your passwords. And this also creates for me, I use it to create randomly generated passwords so that I'm not using the same password over and over, which is something I did before and I don't have to try to remember them. So it's like a password keeper. It saves all my passwords. And I said, Shayna, here's the information to log into LastPass. This will get you into, one, my Slack channel to talk to my clients, two, my email to talk to anyone who's emailing me, and to set up an autoresponder that I'm out of the office. It'll get you into, it even takes the into my banking information and my PayPal so she could pay my team. It's all inside of LastPass. So I was able to give her that. That's the only thing I had to give her to make all of this happen. And she was able to take care of everything else. So that was really, really fantastic was that I could just give her this one password to take care of all the details. So I definitely recommend you set up something like LastPass. There's a bunch of different options. I love LastPass. We use it as a family. So my husband uses it too. We have all those passwords. And then my husband and I can share passwords. I will put a link to LastPass in the show notes. It's one of my favorite tools ever. And it's really cheap. I think it's like $40 a year. So it's really affordable. My husband and I both use it. I would never put my LastPass password into my SOP just because that's like the key to my life. But I would say in my SOP to access everything, you need access to my LastPass account. Here's where you can find that password. And I would put that in a secure place. The last thing you need is a support network at the ready. And this is the thing that made this all come together for me. So between Shayna, you know, my bestie, my office mate, sometimes I call her my work wife, (laughs) and my husband, they were able to take care of everything. So you want to create a support network of three to four, two or three trusted peers. So your partner can absolutely be one, a sibling, just someone to help manage things in the real sense, like in real life. And you can also include and probably should include one trusted team member who can step up to the leadership role and take over what you do in the event that you are absent and they're filling in for you. And then like choose a business friend who can support you and your team business if needed. The reason I had Shayna take care of things for me is because she already knew what to do and I didn't have to tell her what to do. And in the moment, I couldn't tell my husband what to do. I thought I was going to have to have him drop off my laptop to Shayna so that she could just like take my laptop. But since I was able to give her access to LastPass, that wasn't necessary. But, you know, I had to give Blake Shayna's contact information so they could make arrangements like to make sure things got paid, make sure like your business partner and your spouse like share their information. Like it would be really smart for me to put my spouse's information inside of Asana where my team can see it in case of emergency. Just like you're filling out forms that people ask you, you know, who should we contact in case of emergency? That's what's going to happen here inside of Asana. Like if they know there's an emergency, here's how to get in touch with 
my husband or my sister or someone who can be that stand-in. Your partner needs to know if I'm not available, like if there's like some kind of emergency, who they should contact and what to say. Like, (laughs) it's like the president's daughter and they're like, oh, the baby bird is on the move, right? Like they have like this code word. It doesn't need to be that fancy, but that's what popped into my mind as I'm telling you this. So those are really crucial for your support network. Have them at the ready so they know what to do. You know, it doesn't have to be something you talk about all the time. For me, I'd probably put a little note in Blake's phone that said, this is what to, who to contact if I'm ever in a, you know, emergency situation. So the last thing that you kind of want to have, which we've talked about a bunch, but it's kind of its own topic is communication protocols. Like your team members should know who to contact and you know, when for what issues, like what would constitute an emergency call on your cell phone, like what issues can wait until you get back? What does the communication ladder look like? And, you know, for me, for a small business, there's, you know, two rungs on this ladder, but still putting those in place now is going to help when the ladder's 10 feet tall, right? If a team member has an issue, who would they contact for help? And at what point should your team contact your emergency contact person or your support network. All those things, you kind of just want to have an idea of what it's going to look like and what you want to happen. And I know it's hard to imagine what that should be when it's just you and one other person or when you haven't had to deal with this. But just knowing that you need to have that in place is going to make it really helpful. Like my clients knew and my team knew they should contact Shana for what to do next. And Shana and Catherine They just figured it all out on themselves. I felt really terrible because I felt like some of this wasn't as well thought out as it should have been. And so I felt like I was throwing Catherine into like the deep end in a dark room and I felt really bad about that. But man, that girl can swim. (laughs) She was fantastic. She really held up so much of the business when I was unavailable. So I'm so thankful and so grateful for that. But it definitely helped that we have, you know, these different things in place, like having that Slack channel so that she can communicate easily with clients, having a way for Shana to get into my different tools and networks and communities was really helpful. Okay, so hopefully you never have to use any of these things. Like hopefully you were never in an emergency surgery situation like I was. I hope you get to use these so that you can take a vacation, take some time off. Like how great would it be to take two weeks off and not even check your email? That would be amazing. These are very important things to have in place for when you want to take a vacation, when you need a sabbatical or you need a sick day or a mental health day or just a regular day off when you don't have a reason because you really don't need a reason to take a day off. But they're also very important to have in place for the health of your company in case of an emergency. And that's what I want you to remember. I also want to add, just because you think it won't happen to you doesn't mean that you are immune to whatever emergency might come up because that is what happened to me. Okay, stepping off my soapbox. I feel like I got got a little preachy there, but it's so important and it's going to allow you to, you know, have some space where you're not super attached to your business because that's something I can certainly understand. I hope you found this episode helpful. Like again, I hope you never have to use any things. I hope you have them in place so that your vacation to Tahiti is just like a walk on the beach. (laughs) Okay, that was cheesy. Thanks for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. 
Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business. 